everyone. Welcome to the Novel Hand podcast, Activism Meet Impact. Today I'm interviewing Angelina. She is in her second year at New England Law and has had some awesome experiences working in public interest law. We're interviewing her today to learn a little bit more about what impact looks like in the legal system, her experiences, and what impact means to her. Hey, Angelina. Hi. It's so great to have you here. Thanks for reaching out. I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better and to just hear about your experiences, those, you know, kinds of things. So first, tell me a little bit about your internship at the Federal Public Defender's Office in the Capitol Unit. What does that mean? Tell me a little bit about what you did there. So I was a paralegal intern because I was doing my undergrad at that point. And to be to graduate with that undergrad in legal studies, I had to do a 360 hour internship at a you know firm or something related to law. And so I got that position and I mostly did litigation support in the capital habeas unit, um, which is also known as like the death row appeals unit, meaning that our clients are currently on death row. And they were several ones at different stages, but kind of like the one that I was assigned to was we were looking at the mitigating factors that maybe the attorney didn't fully get. So, well, mitigating factor pretty much during sentencing is saying, this is why that kind of crime happened. And the attorney at the time probably didn't do the best at getting all those factors and making the client more personable and for the court to understand maybe why this happened and to not put him on death row. And so that's what I did as a paralegal intern there. Um, I also was able to work on the trial side. So I got to attend court hearings and also go to like federal prisons and interview people that are being held there currently. Um, So that's kind of what I did there. That's so interesting. What were like some of your big takeaways from the internship? What, you know, what did you learn from it that kind of sticks with you today? Honestly, being surrounded by so many attorneys that were so passionate about their work, you know, from the moment that I had my interview with them and they were, you know, in that interview were asking me really pointed questions about, you know, why would I want to work in the Capitol habeas unit and what is my philosophy on death row and public interest law and things like that, that I just start thinking about, even in my undergrad, it just got me to really think about the justice system and, you know, how it's set up and kind of that it's this big system that's intended to crank a lot of people through it and not really slow down and look at the individual situation and how it got to that point. And is there something that we could do to address that before it happens? You know, the system kind of just looks at after, you know, something happens, let's punish or, you know, make everyone feel better by saying that justice was served. Yeah, it sounds like from your experience, the system is more reactive than proactive and that can kind of affect the outcomes for people who um, who are a part of the system. Definitely was my experience in, in all the positions I've had so far. It's definitely was all focused on after a crime or some kind of trauma happened, how to react instead of starting from the beginning. You know, it was almost like no one even thought about starting from the beginning. And that I thought was super interesting that, you know, when I came in and asked, okay, well, maybe how could we have supported the family or the person before this happened? And everyone's like, what do you mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what other experiences have shaped how you view justice? 
for about four years, I was working or well, volunteering at a um, at CASA, which is a court appointed special advocate for abused and neglected children in the foster care system. So I had one case for the four years because uh, it took that long to get that that child back in the right um, situation, ended up going back to their biological family. But when I first met them, they were in a residential treatment facility and they were there for three years. And that really shaped a lot of how I saw, again, how we treat children in the justice system, because originally the child was taken away because of you know, um, something that the parent had done to the child. Once the child was in the system, now they turn their attention on the child's behavior and then they put them in the re- residential treatment facility and medicating them on, you know, when I got involved, this person was on 13 different medications and they were 12 years old. And, you know, so it was just, that shaped a lot of what I thought about, um, especially children in, in the justice system. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a really impactful experience. So then you, um, you're in law school. Tell me a little bit about that. And like any advice for someone considering law school, like what would your be your advice for somebody, you know, you know, who's maybe had similar experiences um, learning about the justice system and then is considering a career um, or just like going into, you know, the law school process? What, what advice would you have for someone? Yeah. So, you know, obviously I wanted to focus on public interest even before I went into law school. I knew that's where I was going to be. So my experience was a little different because I knew, you know, your first semester, you're taking, you know, all these core classes like torts and civil procedure that, you know, you think, oh, well, who really cares? I I know what I want to go for, but you, you know, have to take them and make sure you understand those concepts. And I, so I think it's important to understand that, you know, when you're going into law school, you're going to be learning a lot of different things, not just what you're interested in. And those are really important as well to kind of understand how, even like the economy is set up to get to, you know, that that impacts the justice system. And so like this semester, I'm taking personal income tax and business org organizations, but that's helping me understand these organizations, how much their influence has on the justice system and, you know, things that you think might not be related that are really related. So I think it's important to kind of be open-minded when you, when you head into law school Obviously, you have those professors that um, really want to challenge you and they'll ask your opinion about laws and say, you know, it's okay if you don't like the law, you can disagree, but verbalize what you don't like about it. And then maybe you can help change it later on. Um, And those are the professors that I think are really important and are amazing and pushing back and getting people to think about public interest and think about what they can do when they leave law school. That's so interesting how you say that, like, the different classes, you know, even if it doesn't seem directly applicable, it it seems like it helps you to understand the overall system of the legal system and just different laws and how they're all connected. And I'm sure, you know, I can imagine there's some classes you take and you're just like, you know, this is (laughs) pointless for what I want to do. But it's all it's all connected. (laughs) Definitely. I also would recommend, you know, definitely doing internships before heading to law school to kind of maybe see what you're interested in. Also looking into the school that you want to apply for, there's clinics. Some schools don't rec- don't require them to graduate. Some do. I personally picked a school that had clinics available and were really pushing them. And that's why I chose New England Law because of the 
clinical experience, I actually was fortunate enough to get a specific public interest law clinic. So I was able to work with Veterans Legal Services in Boston for a semester, helping and on the civil side, and also have class hours where we talked about what is public interest law and these kind of questions of, you know, is public interest law just the, the defense part or is it also the prosecution side, you know, and what does public interest law mean to you and what we can do after we leave law school, you know, pro bono and other things like that. It was super awesome. So I would recommend any school with a good clinic program. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit more about public interest law. What like, what do you think that kind of career looks like? What have you learned through those clinics as far as like sort of the bounds of, of public interest law? Kind of what I've learned through my experience, especially in that clinic and talking about it with a group of uh, classmates, is it is really individualized, which is kind of weird to think of like an area of law as subjective. But I feel like it's any area where you feel that you're serving the public interest first. And so instead of focusing inward and looking at just the salary and location and, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about big law and going into corporate law and things like that. But if you are first looking at how can I help the public? So I think public interest law is just very subjective in what you believe is for the greater good. And that's why some people say they don't count prosecutors (laughs) in public interest law and some people do. And it's so it's what that person believes is a career that is helping, you know, the, the general public and for the better. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Who, you know, who is the public? Who are we, who are we serving? Who benefits from like these different, you know, jobs and things like that? Tell me what's next for you. How do you want to use what you've learned in law school to create impact? On my journey, I've, in law school, I've kind of been very much trying to figure out how I can serve the public and kind of what I've found in my journey is I want to continue on into medical school. And once I finish that, I want to really help. And I really enjoyed reading all the articles and the information about transformative justice and how you need to zoom out and not be focused just on, you know, the justice system. You need to take it out of that and, you know, focus on healing a community and putting resources into a community. And I think that, you know, that is what I want to do with, you know, the rest of my life. And also, I think health is a huge part of that, just like the justice system where they focus after the harm has happened, you know, the medical field is similar where they focus on after you've been diagnosed, after, you know, you were injured and you go to like the ER and things like that. That's what they focus on and kind of figuring out after the math, but instead of focusing on like preventative, like pre-preventative care. So rewinding all the way to the beginning and, and also education and helping people understand about their health and things like that. Yeah. We, we had an interview on the podcast a few weeks ago with a public health professional, and I just learned so much from that about sort of like the population level care and, and how that can interact with other factors in a community or in a person's life and how, how important that can be. What do you see as sort of like, you know, dreaming here? What would be like your dream job or something, you know, that you'd like to do that combines um, your passion for justice and health? <laughs> 
I would love to connect with the people that have kind of came up with the framework of transformative justice and be able to partner with them and actually put it into practice. And I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. If it's, you know, we go into a community and start building these programs or, you know, we have one site and have people come to us. I'm not sure, but that's my ideal job would be to start the transformative justice process and see kind of where it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's how you found Novel Hand was through our, our transformative justice article. So that's really um, interesting. I think um, a lot of that, you know, transformative or different, um, you know, exists sort of at a, at a theoretical level, but hasn't been really put into practice yet, maybe in like that very real tangible way that you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, in my generation. And I hope, you know, I have a son and I want him to, you know, continue on that and reap the benefits of hopefully what, you know, transformative justice can teach our generation and pass on to the next. Definitely. No, I think there's been such a national conversation about like, what is justice and, you know, what, what should that really look like and in society? Um, and I think that can be a really important part of it. So Novel Hand, we're all about impact. So in thinking about what you want to do with your career and what just because of the experiences that you've had in your life, what does impact mean to you? I feel like impact means that, you know, you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and take the necessary steps to either educate yourself and then actually put that into practice, that it's not just, you know, it's important to get the framework and the ideas and the concepts down, but then to take it past that and actually start having the discussions and moving forward to putting these practices into place, even if it's uncomfortable and you might get pushback, that it's actually something that you believe in and you you want to see it build and grow and you're willing to do the uncomfortable things to get there. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why we talk about activism meet impact because we want to learn and be, you know, knowledgeable about these topics, but we want to translate that into action and impact as well. And I think sometimes that's the difficult or uncomfortable part because we don't always know what's best to do or how best to help people, but that is like really important to, to realize change. So I definitely agree with you there. Any last thoughts for our listeners who might be, you know, thinking about these questions of, you know, what would going to law school mean? What does transformative justice, what could that really look like? Any last thoughts? I mean, I would just encourage anyone to do their own research and learn as much information as they can. I mean, with law school, pretty much all it is, is teaching you how to find the information that you need to solve a problem. So, you know, if you start that ahead of, you know, going to law school, that is, you know, great. And also not to get discouraged. You know, I, I had a uh, professor of my first semester that was telling people to drop out of law school and, you know, saying that at this point, we should not be talking about our opinions at all about anything because we don't know anything. So, you know, a lot of people got discouraged at that point, And I had a lot of people choose to leave at that point. And I just encourage people to move on, you know, and keep going and pressing forward if they know that they want to make an impact on, you know, the world and they have a passion for public interest and wanting to help others, you know, don't let one person, you know, one professor even say something that is going to discourage you from actually making an impact because you're going to have people, 
you know, push back on anything that's different and anything that, you know, is trying to change how the system's working. And, you know, you don't want that one person to change everything about yourself and make yourself question if you should keep going. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it seems like from what you've said, you've had professors who've had a really positive impact on you and helped you to really think about these big questions, but also have had some that have been more discouraging. And it's, you know, maybe a question of sort of balancing those different influences as you think about, you know, what's best for you and how you best can can create impact. Definitely. And that's exactly it. It's like finding those people that you know are going to be the positive people in your life and that you can bounce ideas off of and um, not get rejected or shot down or anything like that. And that's kind of important to know too, of like who to go to in law school with questions and ideas that you might have. And that's another great thing about law school. So many different clubs. So you can just join a whole bunch and start bouncing ideas off of people and (laughs) see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, no, community is so important for learning about these topics. I think that's one thing I've learned through Novel Hand is just how important it is to to not be learning in a silo, to have other people that you're learning from and learning with to, to get different perspectives, but also that you're not, you know, in an echo chamber that you're understanding other people's perspectives and experiences as well. Oh, definitely. I think that's one thing about law school that I've noticed is it's way more collaborative than at my undergrad where we kind of just sat there and learned and then you had discussions outside of class. You know, law school, it's constant back and forth of, you know, talking about cases and and things like that. And once you kind of move past the professors that maybe aren't too open, but you get professors that are point blank asking, well, you know, in the Fourth Amendment, what do you think about this topic and this issue? This is the law, but what do you guys think? What would a better law be or how could we do things differently? And you know, we'll have a whole class discussion then about just theory and and things like that, that maybe things you've never even thought about or had other perspectives be given to you that you were never made aware about. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so important to like have those have those conversations and to have the space to do that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Angelina. I learned a lot um, from you and from our conversation. Well, thank you for having me. And I look forward to continuing seeing the articles and everything and listening to your podcast. And I'm excited for you guys moving forward. Thanks so much. That means a lot. That is the end of the Novel Hand Activism Meet Impact podcast. Check back for another episode soon.